uh, first of all, I just want to say thank you for all the people that's listening and chiming in. You didn't have to do it, but you did it anyway. So I appreciate you doing that. Hopefully that way, if we can learn how to agree to disagree, and we can live like people. When I make the hard topics, I say the hard things, I make the thing itch scratch. So if your itch is not scratching, and you're scratching on the itch, maybe you need to look yourself in the mirror. So I'm not here for no drama. I'm not here for no nothing. Just to learn, 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 and edify. This is from learning situations only. So I'm not here to get anybody's hairs up. So, again, thank you. And hopefully we can agree to disagree. Let's get it. Have you ever been hungry and can't eat? Have you ever been thirsty and can't drink? Have you ever been tired and can't sleep? What would you do if you knew you were all three? I've been down and now when nobody cares. Mm-hmm. Rain falls down, you ain't got no choice but wet. Yeah, yeah. Cause it's a hard life, it's alright Gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out Hard life, it's alright Gotta get back up somehow, don't count me out Hard life, it's alright Nigga, get back up, you gotta fight Boss T We just had a bomb go off, and we knew that this was coming and Putin knew that this was coming. You have warmongers, Condoleezza Rice and Bob Gates, Robert Gates, just published a brand new article in the Washington Post calling for all-out war against Russia. I love that the Washington Post just gives them a platform to spew this agenda, but it comes directly from the intelligence state, then the Washington Post publishes it, and this, of course, is the new marching orders for the neoconservatives in Washington. And Democrats, they're all on board with this. The article is called, Time is Not on Ukraine's Side. And it's a direct call to action to send a massive buildup of weapons and forces to fight Russia. Now, remember, Condoleezza Rice is a war criminal whose illegal war in Iraq led to the deaths of millions of people. That's on her resume. And then she's been calling for a war with Russia for over a decade now. Here she is eight years ago laying out how Russia is trying to change the unipolar order. And when great powers start behaving badly, it gets really dangerous. We have now, I think, a very dangerous, perfect storm between a leader who is unreconciled to the post-war, post-Cold War order in Europe, willing to use a combination of economic pressure, military force, intimidation, and surrogates to get his way to try to undo that order. So Condoleezza Rice has been pushing for a confrontation with Putin for a very long time. Her words should not be taken lightly. We now have a new bloodthirsty Congress with a new Speaker of the House last night, Kevin McCarthy, the guy who literally wears a Ukrainian flag pin and had dinner with Klaus Schwab and promised to fund an endless war in Ukraine last week. So if you don't think for a second that crap is about to hit the fan, then you are not paying attention. Maybe a lot of people are still in their Christmas fog and they're, you know, still drunk or hungover. I don't know. But stuff's about to get serious. Even- All right, let's get started with what is myth and what is factual and in, in what we're seeing coming out of the White House on this. Two points. Uh, the United States Congress will not vote to default on America's debt. In the past 25 years, uh, our Congress has had 12 opportunities to vote to default. Congress has never done that. It never will, nor should it. So everyone should uh, take their meds and chill. (laughs) Point two, there there are three things that most fair-minded Americans agree on. Number one, Uh, There's something very wrong in our country. 70% of the American people think our country is headed in the wrong direction. 
and the 30 percent who disagree are uh, must still be living in their parents basement uh, number two uh, the federal government spends too much particularly the last two years and has too much debt and if we don't stop it we're going to end up in a deep recession um, and Google may have to lay off up to 25 members of Congress. That's how bad it'll be. Number three, um, we, we, the American people do not believe that the federal government should default on its debt. Now, the three things I just described mm -hmm. are the things that House Republicans agree with. The, some, some people, including the White House, are trying to demonize the House Republicans. But they're not saying to the president, Mr. President, we can't wait to default. Mm -hmm. They're saying to the president, Mr. President, we don't want to default. We're not going to default on America's debt. But, but we want you to work with us to control spending and debt so we don't find ourselves in this position again. Senator, is, now, what's... Just real quickly, because I, I want to move on sure. to the next thing, but I, I want to ask you this real quickly. What about this group of Republican leadership has us to the point where they just might bring the swamp to a halt and get this done. I mean, is, is this a special group? Because this has been an ongoing conversation, and Democrats always vilify the right on this issue. Sure. That's not going to happen. Um, and if you don't want it to happen, if you're President Biden and you don't want that to happen, uh, you, you, you're going to negotiate. Hmm. But what's been the White House's position, Harris? Um, apparently, the White President Biden's position is, I don't care because I don't think I have to. And they won't even meet with the House Republicans. I mean, how very mature. Um, uh, apparently, um, uh, the, 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 the people at the White House are not like most teenagers. They're all over 40. Now, we have time. Um, very little. I know Secretary Ye well, Secretary Yellen is saying it's immediate, but we won't have a drop-dead date until uh, August, maybe September. And, uh, that and, is and news. The White House has time. Because the White, no, we're being told June. That, that's more. No, that's that's a lot true. more that's time. Not true. No, it's not true. We've got at least until August and maybe huh. September, which which is enough time for the White House to, to grow out of puberty and sit down Ooh. and talk with the House Republicans. Wow. That, that is that is really useful information. I mean, June is obviously a lot more imminent. Uh, and and you, this conversation needs no manipulation, Senator. So we appreciate you telling us when it's really going to happen. Vote proposal now in San Francisco. The city will soon consider reparations for the black community, giving certain people a sum of money for centuries of harm. Ah, boy, here we go. The city's reparations advisory committee presented the draft proposal to city leaders last month. And those against it say it's unlawful and unconstitutional. Some are even calling it racist. The draft proposal includes a number of financial recommendations, including a one-time lump sum payment of $5 million to every eligible San Franciscan. A one-time lump sum payment of $5 million to every eligible San Franciscan. It would also supplement the income of lower-income households to reflect the area median income every year for at least 250 years, among other recommendations. But hold everything. Call right now and we'll include this Sonic 4X toothbrush. Free! Not a joke! To qualify, applicants would need to be at least 18 years old, identified as black or African American on public documents for at least 10 years, and meet at least two criteria from a list. Among the criteria, been born or migrated to San Francisco between 1940 and 1996, and or a descendant of someone enslaved through U.S. chattel slavery before 1865. But wait! I'm still not done! You might not look black, but you got the black blood in you. Uh, social media is being rigged to censor conservatives. Is that true of Twitter? No. I don't know what Twitter is up to. It sure looks like to me that they're censoring people and they ought to stop it. Uh, are you censoring people? No. 
Twitter shadow banning prominent Republicans. Bad. Is that true? No. Turns out he lied under oath. Lied to Congress, which is supposed to be a crime, and he lied to you. Twitter wasn't just censoring conservative speakers. Elon said today they were even censoring Republican political campaigns. Millions of voters and constituents couldn't see what Republican campaigns were saying or what Republican politicians were saying. And while this was happening, Democrat politicians, Democrat campaigns were pumped straight into your bloodstream. A $40 billion company rigged America's political debate to help their preferred political party. A private company was doing political favors for Democrat candidates. Election laws were broken. Elections were interfered with. Twitter was providing in-kind contributions to Democrat candidates, and none of this was disclosed. It was all done in the dark. And Republican fundraising was affected. Democracy was poisoned. The former CEO of Jack Dorsey knew exactly what he was doing, and he had an army of lobbyists dominating Democrat regulators in D.C. so he could get away with it. I think oftentimes companies see themselves as reacting to regulation, and I, I think we need to take more of an education role. So I don't fear it. I want to make sure that we're educating regulators on what's possible, what we're seeing, and, and where we could go. When you say educating regulators, that, that's initiating a regulation. I mean, you, 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 Not necessarily. I mean, but, we might just be Educating regulators. Who are these regulators? These are folks who, who might be um, tasked with coming up with a proposal for particular legislation or, or laws um, to, um, uh, legislators. So Twitter owned Washington. Where's the FBI? Traditionally, the Bureau would investigate political corruption, but the FBI was in on it. Twitter's top lawyer, James Baker, was a former FBI lawyer. He was planted at the company to oversee political censorship after successfully orchestrating the Russia hoax. As Elon was dropping these new documents, he intercepted them and started scrubbing and got caught and then got canned. Musk says documents were deleted this former FBI lawyer destroyed company property and destroyed evidence. Remember in 2016, his team fabricated evidence against Trump, and now he's destroying evidence to help Biden. It's an FBI lawyer. Plus, Baker wasn't the only Fed working there. Twitter headquarters was swimming with ex-CIA and FBI agents. They all had C-suite offices and held top company positions. The head of Twitter's strategic response team, Jeff Carlton, worked for both the CIA and the FBI. Is that a coincidence? Was Twitter being used as a back-end government program? Was Twitter being used as a surveillance platform, an intelligence operation, a psyops program? Has the Democratic Party joined forces with American intelligence to subvert elections? and crush American conservatives? And the corporate media not only won't touch the scandal, but they'll scandalize any reporter who reports it. When Jack Dorsey breezes through interviews on CNN, it all makes sense. The real question behind the question is, are we doing something according to political ideology or viewpoints? And we are not period. We do not look at content with regards to political viewpoint or ideology. We need to constantly show that we are not adding our own bias, which I fully admit is, is, left, is, is more left-leaning. But that was all a lie. How many lies can you tell on CNN and get away with it? Twitter was helping Democrats suppress the votes and sway elections. Big tech, big media, and the Democrats or why people don't trust elections. And the saddest part about all this is while they were suppressing political speech, they were censoring doctors, medical professionals who were banned for warning that lockdowns would hurt kids, that school closures would hurt kids. Here's one of the top doctors who was throttled by Fauci and Twitter. It really hurt public health. If we'd had an open discussion, Laura, the schools would not have closed in the fall of 2020.
If we had an open discussion, the lockdowns would have been lifted much earlier because the data and evidence behind them was so bad. Twitter, by suppressing scientific discussion, harms science, harm children, and harm the American public. Imagine how different the, that all the small businesses mm. could have stayed open, all the people that wouldn't have missed their cancer screenings, all the kids that wouldn't have to be depressed and suicidal, that, that all the learning loss that could have been avoided if we just had an open scientific discussion. That was the point. They wanted control, not discussion. From politics to science, they wanted to be the judge, jury, and executioner. And so far, they're getting away with it. The government is never going to tell you anything that's going to wake you up. The government's going to teach you things that are going to make you subservient and compliant. They're going to tell you all this crap about identifying as a panda and all this other shit is not an accident. When they can convince the average person on the street to pretend that some other person is a panda because they said so, you are fully in the slave mindset. When it comes on the news, if someone says they're a panda, you have to agree they're a panda. Otherwise, you are racist and a bigot. And you go, okay, you are done. You are now full slave mode. And that's all they want. So you will continue to work your shit job for shit money while they continue to do whatever the fuck they like. It's all a scam. the press, did you not, when you were there? Well, I had several jobs. One of my jobs was that of analyst. Uh, I also was an interrogator and indeed briefed the press when we, the CIA, wanted to um, circulate disinformation on a particular issue. Disinformation is not necessarily, uh, not necessarily a lie. It may be a half-truth. And uh, we would pick out a journalist. I would go do the briefing and uh, hope that he would put the information in print. For instance, if we wanted to get uh, across to the American public that the North Vietnamese were building up their force structure in South Vietnam, I would go to a journalist and advise him that in the past uh, six months, X number of North Vietnamese forces had come down the Ho Chi Minh Trail system through southern Laos. Now, there is no way a journalist can check that information. So either he goes with the information or he doesn't, and ordinarily or usually, the journalist would go with it, because it, was, it looked like some kind of exclusive. And um, I would say our percentage of planning that kind of data was uh, 70 to 80 percent. The correspondents we targeted were those who had terrific influence, the most uh, respected journalists in Saigon, like Robert Chaplin of the New Yorker magazine, Kai's Beach uh, of the Los Angeles Times from time to time, and also he worked for the Chicago Daily News. Uh, Bud Merrick of U.S. News and World Report, uh, Malcolm Brown of the New York Times, uh, even Maynard Parker of Newsweek magazine. Uh, we would uh, go after these gentlemen. Uh, I would uh, be directed to cultivate them, to spend time with them at uh, the Caravelle Hotel or the Continental Hotel, to socialize with them and, and slowly but surely to try to gain their confidence by dolloping out uh, valid information, information which was true. And then I would drop in a, into a conversation the data that we wanted to get across which might not be true. Uh, one piece of data, for instance, uh, that we managed to plan in the New Yorker magazine had to do with uh, a supposed North Vietnamese effort in 1973 to develop airfields along the border of South Vietnam. The reason we wanted to plant this information was that we were trying to persuade the U.S. Congress that Saigon should uh, be continued to, uh, should continue to get a great deal of aid. Uh, and that uh, the North Vietnamese were the chief violators of the ceasefire accord. That was printed in uh, the New Yorker magazine under the byline of Robert Chaplin, as indeed was a great deal of such information which, uh, which we tried to circulate. If I planted a piece of information with a reporter, I would ordinarily then try to create an environment in which he could not check the information. 
I would go to the British ambassador and brief him on the disinformation I had just given the reporter. So when the reporter wanted to cross-check what I told him with, uh, say, the British ambassador, New Zealand ambassador, or what have you, he would get false confirmation, the same message coming back at him. He'd say, aha, I've got proof that Frank Snap told me the truth, when in fact what he'd gotten was simply an echo of what uh, I'd given him in the first place via the British ambassador or other of our friendly diplomatic contacts. I am, as an ex-CI agent, uh, opposed to the disinformation activities uh, in which I was involved. I admit that I was involved, and I think it uh, uh, served no useful purpose of propagandizing the American uh, public, or Congress is not the CIA's job. Call for the truth. The scientists that are funded through the Gates Foundation have invented a lettuce that has a vaccine in it. So that if we don't agree to vaccines, we eat the lettuce, we get the vaccine. Scientists in California are trying to grow medicine-filled spinach and lettuce. They Somebody sent me a thing this morning where they're talking about putting the vaccine into salad dressing or salads. Have you seen this? Yes! Have you seen it? I mean, it's, and I'm, and I'm thinking to myself, this is the bizarre world, right? This is definitely the bizarre world. They have also genetically modified mosquitoes, and they have released them in California, which has no mosquitoes. And now people are being vaccinated by mosquitoes. Messing with nature can prove to be fatal. Yet, in the quest for scientific advancement, humans continue to experiment with nature. 20 million genetically engineered mosquitoes. What will they do? We are watching it play out in front of us. You are encouraged to prepare. It is wise to prepare. The world is deconstructing. A secret of Bill Gates project uh, that these mosquitoes can transmit deadly diseases at a low cost. These people are seriously thinking about how to impose their will on us uh, in, in our society and it's... And it's Take away your freedom of choice. Hey y'all. What's up fam? I got a huddle up moment right now. I came across this. I want you to peek out what this guy said, he on he on the news, the little Urkel-like dude. He remind me of Urkel. And um, and what he said. And what he said, I wanna he talking about how so many black you'll hear what he said. Now they talking about the the city and America. America is falling. For one thing, when you hear this. America is falling. Crime rate is high. You know what I'm saying? The inflation is high. And everything else. Everything, it's ruckus. It's, it's madness. So, he bragging about this situation. And she bragging about what she's trying to do. And the dollar getting ready to collapse. Right? And getting ready to go to digital money. So they want to put all these faces that look like us in position while them other faces already know, you know, this is getting ready to happen. So they, they slowly bailing out. They think because uh, you, you black now and you in some kind of colonialism seat, just like the Latino brother said, we're black, but we follow Caucasian narrative, lifestyle, image, glow. And this is a, the highest that a black person can get in a high, in a in a Caucasian, you know, morale, moral, all, glow. So check this out, man. When he when he was talking about that. And the same thing in my mind, I was like, that's nothing to brag about. How they gonna, how they gonna make America great again? 
So what does it mean for our country to have black mayors leading in our top cities? Well, I think one of the things that it means is that we are setting a new urban agenda and how we do it in concrete ways, um, building affordable, safe, uh, vibrant cities. Safe, uh, vibrant cities. Oh, really? I'm not going to be uh, content until Chicago is the safest big city in the country. And we made meaningful progress year over year, bringing down homicides, 14 percent, shootings, 20 percent, carjackings down 10 percent. But we won't rest until people feel safe because they are safe. People in Westtown telling us they don't feel safe as the police reports pile up. Within the last month, two very close friends were robbed at gunpoint. My car was stolen behind my condo building, 9.30 at night on a Sunday. Another friend's condo building was broken into. She has two young kids. It, it scared me to death and I want to move out of here. Hurry up. Let's walk down. Make your choice. Four mail carriers have been robbed in the last two weeks. Well, I think it's scary and unfortunate. Like, you can't even get your mail anymore without it being an issue. We are setting a new urban agenda. This local bar has served the Rogers Park neighborhood for half a century. Right here, same location, this brazen burglary happening in broad daylight. The owner now frustrated. What do you do? I mean, what do you do? Because that's the big question. Crazy. It's been uh, insane around here. Need more police. Police tell us no suspects are in custody at this time. Of course! We won't rest until people feel safe because they are safe. We had transgender. Then we got transracial. After transgender and transracial, we got transabled. Yeah, this one's really messed up. Physically healthy people who feel they should have been born disabled. A man in Great Britain cut off his arm because he felt like an amputee. A woman in North Carolina poured drain cleaner in her eyes because she felt blind. Transgender, transracial, transabled. Guess what's next? A grown man posting an ad on Craigslist wanting a nanny because he identifies as a baby. You can't make this stuff up. Ridiculous? Perhaps, but who's to say anymore if that's how he feels? If a man can be a woman because he feels like one, if a white person can be a black person because she feels like one, if a healthy person can mutilate herself because she feels disabled, if a grown man can be a baby because he feels infantiled, where does this end? Just something for liberals to think about before they push the boundaries of identity politics past the point of no return. Uh, these children are not just kidnapped and in some cases bred by families as a cash crop. We have people in the United States of America that breed children in order to sell them. And when they are sold, they come without birth certificates, which means it's easier to kill them and have no one ask where they are. We're also importing children by the plane load. Again, children who have no documentation. It's not just child slavery or child sex abuse. It's also child torture because you have adrenalized blood. You, you have the, the whole blood drinking ceremony of the satanic world. It's also the uh, use of children for harvesting body organs. We'll have the Falun Gong uh, testimony tomorrow. Uh, one of the reasons that the Falun Gong are so popular is because they're so healthy. Bill, which is more than 4,000 pages long. And most people have no idea what's in it, including most in Congress. But North Carolina Congressman Dan Bishop actually did go through the whole thing and tweeted about a lot. It's just, it's like the most infuriating thing you've ever seen. Congressman, I appreciate you're doing that and coming on now. Probably we should have three hours for this, but we don't. Give us the highlights. What, what stuck in your craw in this bill? Boy, Tucker, you, it's hard to boil it down, but this is the way Washington works. This is the system in Washington. It's not a departure from the system. It's what the Uniparty wants to do. Yes. Uh, actually, if you include all $15 billion plus in earmarks, it clocks in at $1.85 trillion over 4,800 pages when you include all that. It's a betrayal of the American people. $47 billion more for, for Ukraine, $11 billion for the FBI before we've had a chance at the first witness to see what they're doing in terms of censoring speech and harassing Americans. Half a billion dollars more than the Biden administration asked for, $400 million for a new FBI headquarters. 
you know, they, they have the provision in their billion five and operating funds for the Customs and Border Patrol is prohibited from being used for uh, for security of the American border, but $400 million for the border security of certain Eastern or certain Middle Eastern countries like Egypt. It's just amazing uh, what they've done. It's a betrayal by, by Republican senators, Mitch McConnell yes. and Republican senators. It's a middle finger in the face of Americans. And I'm just so grateful that you did that. Congressman Dan Bishop, whose Twitter feed you should look at. Thanks for coming on tonight, Congressman. Thanks, Tucker. This comes into power. What's the first two laws? Rule number one, no more pornography, no more homosexuality, none of that garbage, not allowed. Berlin, in the 30s, in the 20s, was the Sodom and Gomorrah of the day. He outlawed it. You're no longer allowed. Closed all the bars, all the gay clubs, all the production, which were all run by Jewish people. Unfortunately. Second rule, you're not allowed to charge interest. Because of the high interest that the Jews charged people was so high, it ruined and destroyed the economy in Germany. They destroyed, just like they destroyed Russia. A few years before that, through their communism over there, Jews destroyed Russia. Not, uh, not going, Jews destroyed. Communism is by Jews. Well, don't let anybody confuse you. You look at history, Karl Marx, all the other Rishayim, they're all Jews. Wicked, but nonetheless Jews. Now, this doesn't make he's right. Point is, that's actually real true history. This is okay. and I think he has a We've seen it happen before. When black people were brought from Africa over here, forced to be here, they erased our culture from us. They took our religion away. They took our names away. They took our heritage, everything that related us to Africa. They took it away and replaced it with Western culture. That's what you're doing right now in education. When you look at the AP classes that are taught right now in the state of Florida, you have Chinese language and culture, French, German, Italian, Japanese, Latin, and Spanish. But you can't have African-American studies? I have a huge problem with this. And this is a course that was created and cultivated with certain expertise and experience. Henry Louis Gates Jr. was a part of this. This isn't just some thing that they threw together at the last minute. It is put together to teach you about us and who we are through arts and literature, as you were saying, science, civil rights, yes. political science, geography. There's so much more to it. And if every other culture can be taught except for black culture, that's racist. That's well, right. Yeah, and I'm about to get on their ass this time. I'm about to get on their wrong. The police could kill a man on camera and get qualified immunity. And I'm tired of beefing with my own kind. I'm trying to find some unity. Tired of the foolery. The system abusing me. I got to ride with the tool of me. This shit ain't cool to me. But I'll be damned if I let you niggas make a fool of me. So I keep two on me. Uh, I done came a long way from the block with breakdowns. Finally opened my eyes when I had my daughter. Got tired of them shakedowns. The way I survived the game is still pain in my heart. I got a lot to say now. And I'ma show my whole ass on these motherfuckers. I ain't about to play around. Whatever happened to freedom of speech? Cause they telling niggas what to say now. When guilty ass don't wanna hear the truth, try to act defended, shit pitiful. If I was you, I'd be miserable. This war we fighting is spiritual. In other words, I'm doing God's work when I turn thoughts into artwork. My words fly like darts work, specifically designed to hit the target. They don't even want to teach history the way it's meant to be because the shit is heartless. I might not change the world, but it's a chance I can spark the brain that's gonna get it started. Many die for me to walk like this, for me to talk like this. What's the piece to Marcus? Got my eyes behind the scope, and I ain't taking number headshots. I got great aim, but my four five still came with a red dot. I got in this game, and I put this bitch in the headlock. Rebranding critical race theory. CRT was getting too much heat from parents in the press, so they lied. And they said they weren't teaching it anymore, but the school officials were caught on hidden camera, admitting that they've been secretly teaching CRT and laughing about it. A nonprofit group, Accuracy in Media, sent their people deep undercover to find out what's going on in these schools. They sent the videos to primetime exclusively. And what we're about to show you is sinister. There's more than one way to skin a cat. <laughs> so whether you, you can pass a bill that you can mm -hmm. teach CRT in a classroom, but if you didn't come to programming, Mm -hmm. Or you didn't cover extracurricular activities or yeah. something like that. 
just told your white son he's racist. Oops. I just told your black daughter she's worthless without reparations. This underground agenda is being spread in schools all across Ohio and probably the whole country. You supported us by laying out everything we're going to do. But if I talk to them about doing this one thing in the name of supporting students, they probably won't have an issue with this one thing. And by the time we get that thing established, if I start talking to them about this one other thing, they don't realize that it's two things. I mean, that will probably get discussed in 17 classrooms before somebody actually brings it in here, and then we'll deal with it. That's the thing that Arthur, can we just change the labels to do that's what people do, right? Yeah, and it's it's good stuff. It's just, yeah. you know, I, I mean, labels are just getting attacked. Well, it goes back to how you dress the window. Uh, you can do a lot of shopping um, without anybody even knowing you're shopping. Yes. There's all, there's all sorts of ways around it. You just have to be very careful how you phrase whatever you're going to say. <laughs> you know, they, uh, they don't fully understand. Um, so, you know, it's when we trick them. See y'all now. We paying all these people this money, right? Get up early morning, even though we don't want to get up early morning. With all these people getting on our nerves and all this dealing with all this bullcrap. Then when we get our check, they taking taxes out. Then we supposed to have the mouthpiece to our schools. You know, they telling you what not to teach and what to teach. Come on. I told you, man, all this system is to set up, y'all. But you got to fail to realize. We drafted ourselves into, we, our ancestors wanted to be a part of America, right? They wanted to be a part of America. But the Caucasian man didn't want us to be, in, uh, be here. But of course, we fought and fought and fought and knocked down doors to be here. They already set their plans. Okay, they want to be here when the whole world looking at us. Because if the whole world wasn't looking at them doing what they're doing to us, you know what I'm saying? They would have continued doing it. And they, 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 they allow you to get there, but they say you second. You see, you ain't getting, you secondhand citizens. They already said, okay, you're going to be, you could be a part of our thing. Those are the policies, days the world, but you're going to be secondhand citizens and treated like secondhand citizens. You're not going to be firsthand citizen. You're going to be secondhand citizen. Instead of us going to get our nation and be firsthand citizen, we wanted our ancestors required to be, because they had to be required to be like that. They wanted to be, see, the game was, they wanted to be free and do what they wanted to do. But the white man didn't want them to do, be free and they didn't want them to do what they wanted to do. Because when when Black Wall Street was jumping off, the Caucasian economy wasn't even jumping that hard. They was in some kind of situation. Their money was funny. And our ancestors' money was jumping off. So... So it had to be a little plot or a little thing for them to tear up everything we got so they can continue building. That's why they don't want to hear this, you know, conversation about 
freedom and, and being able to see they, they trying to change our way of thinking the way they want to treat us like like we slaves now our children we don't even modify going in the schools in the classroom we need to take our children out of them schools man we need to take our children out of these schools put them in a school that we build and we put qualified teachers in our schools that we build and do our thing Jewish people do it, but we got all this money, we got all these football players, basketball players, and all this, and they sell their souls out. They, 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 they done sold their whole souls out. You said the man said they got 90% of the football players got the shot. And then that ain't even including the, the people in college. crazy man and we all up in this this fantasy world want to do our things want to cut up and do all this stuff and we on the nine it's no time to play now all that playing around and doing all these things but it gonna be it, 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 it you know the knot gonna get tight the night can ready to get a little tighter most of y'all already got in the knot some of y'all already feeling the knot. And some of y'all already choked by the knot. And some of them just ain't, the knot ain't got up to yet. But y'all gonna keep on playing. That's why the most I'm trying to bring out us as a nation together, man. That's the whole, the whole outcome of the scriptures, man. Ain't no religious book. It's our history book to come back to the most high. So this world won't be like this. The world gonna go on. Cause how if the most high built this world, how you think a Caucasian man gonna be able to kill this world off? If if this world was made for a man to blow it and kill it all, then This is all in the most high judgment. We don't know the outcome. We already know. We already know what's gonna happen. But after that, we all we ain't all we <coughs> we gonna have to find out. I don't know. Hopefully I'll find out in a good way. We gotta get ourselves in a mindset of being, being, being in those 613 law statutes and commandments, man. You know, regardless of what all them people be saying, man. 613 law statute commandments. That's why we're in the situation that we're in, y'all. We fit the curses, man. Y'all don't even want to be honest with yourself and sit back and and stop playing with yourself, but you in your emotional state. What Colossians 2 and 8 say? What 2 Thessalonians 2 and 10, 2 and 11? 2 and 11. Most high gonna bring you a strong delusion that you're gonna believe in a lie. Most high said, if you don't wanna know the truth, and he trying to show you the truth, and you wanna wiggle somewhere else, then he gonna show you a strong delusion that he gonna, you gonna believe in a lie. Because you can't say you wasn't in no strong delusion because in the delusion of everything that the Caucasian man put out, you went out here and did. The Caucasian man say you are not free, but you really are free. But you don't know how to get out of to be free. So you under that delusion that you're not free. Because if we stepped as a as a nation, a people, you know, they said when you put your hands together like a fist, ball it up like a fist, that's your knife. And you got two fists, the women and the men, and we balled up the night like this, like the the spirit of the 40s, 
we unstoppable. I'm talking about as a nation, man. And they done put all of like we hate each other. We got beef on each other. We ain't even we in the same shoe, but we so much in the delusion that we having beef with each other. And got these people out here manifesting them superstars and athletes and all that and wannabes and all that. These people ain't trying to, they ain't good for it, they're for the image. Image so you can look at because they show us that we don't have no other role models. So our own role models are football players and damn singers and stuff like that. Where's the doctors, the lawyer, judge, the mechanic, the man that make the swords and the little small things that people don't people need that the common man don't get the credit for what are those things you don't see on that because if it wasn't for the common man none of this would happen that's why the common man need to come out of this man we need to come all out I'm talking about all the common trying to do the right thing and know his and he know his 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 value his worth but we ain't trying to do that we allow all these people to sit up here and we listening to this stuff and you listening and you tuning and you thinking this and you thinking that and you thinking this stuff ain't gonna happen and you still out there doing everything you need bad bro I'm telling you it, be, it's, it gotta be bad before it be good it gotta be bad before it be good nothing good didn't come out of bad so we already been in our little situation all we doing is surviving, surviving, and surviving, and surviving, and surviving, and surviving, but we're not living. All we doing is want to get up on this thing, but we're not trying to be real with ourselves. Because we need to build a community, and our community needs to build a house, and a house needs to become a home and our home should become a nation but we don't want that we just want wood and laws and sticks scientists can now use Wi-Fi to see it through people's walls scientists turn Wi-Fi routers into cameras that can see people through walls with the help of AI, the researchers were able to detect the movement of human bodies in a room using Wi-Fi routers, even through walls. January 20th, 2023. Researchers at Carnegie Mellon University have repurposed a common piece of tech present in virtually every household to function as a tracking technology. By utilizing Wi-Fi routers, they have developed a method for detecting the three-dimensional shape and movements of human bodies in a room without the use of cameras or expensive LiDAR hardware. Why on earth would we need this? Oh, to monitor the well-being of elder people or just identify suspicious behaviors at home. Did I read that correctly? To monitor the well-being of elder people or just identify suspicious behaviors developed by researchers at Facebook's AI lab and a London-based team. This is how it works if you want to pause to read. Blah, 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 blah. This approach could enable standard Wi-Fi routers to see through a variety of opaque obstacles, including draw drywall, wooden fences, and even concrete walls. Using Wi-Fi overcomes obstacles such as poor lighting, an occlusion that regular camera lenses face. They add that the suspicious behavior inside a household could 
be detected and flagged. What kind of suspicious behaviors are they looking for inside of our homes? However, the question remains what constitutes suspicious behaviors in this context? You think? Good thing we all already have Wi-Fi in our homes. If you think that they're not already doing this, If, if you heard about it on podcast, keep your hands up, right? Is that what you're Because you're not hearing about it in the mainstream media. Okay, hands down. Central bank digital currency. The United States of America, this current administration, signed an executive order in on the 8th of March of 2022. It's executive order 14067. How many of you heard of that? Okay, so less, less number of hands, but executive order... 14067 is an executive order on central bank digital currencies, and it is in effect as of 13 December this past month. And the, this current government, along with some private actors, are right now in a beta test, about a, I don't know, about a 90-day beta test. And that beta test is to start to test this idea of a central bank digital currency. Now, all that said... How many of you heard, of, I saw this the other day in a, in a, uh, a United Kingdom uh, video that I was watching that was sent to me from a friend overseas. How many of you have ever heard of these things called 15-minute cities? Wow, so that's good. That's good. I'm glad that you took, people are paying attention. And there's, a, it's, there's more and more. Right now, what I understand is we have about 100, there's about 100 locations around the world that are testing this idea of a 15-minute city, which essentially says... You're going to live, wherever you live, you're not going to be able to travel more than about 15 minutes from your home because there's nothing that you're going to need that we can't provide to you, okay? So central bank digital currency, this idea of 15-minute cities. Now we have this thing called ESG. How many of you heard of ESG? Good. So that's really good. That's actually uplifting to me because the more we know about it, the more we can get, you know, the more we can get out in front of it. ESG is is environmental, social, and government score, okay? What's funny is that prior to uh, the, the, the Twitter files, prior to the Twitter files coming out, Elon Musk had, you know, Tesla had a very high score. Now all of a sudden he's got a very low score, right? Because the government gives you that score. So if you get, if you're a corporation or a business, and right now it's only really affecting the sort of the big businesses that are out there. It's not affecting small businesses yet but that's the goal because there's another thing how many of you heard of something called the carbon footprint carbon footprint okay so all of these things they are all like data points and they're all strategies that are being put in place by these psychopaths behind me here and yes am i on live stream i hope i'm on live stream i hope this is like the highest number that we've got these people are actual psychopaths right because anybody, you know, as you just heard and you just saw, you know, the great Jim Brewer out here talking about it and making, you know, we have to we have to mock them. I mean, that's what I love about Jim Brewer. He just mocks them. But all of these things that I just described are all things that are in play right now. These are not conspiracy theories. You can go to timefreeamerica.com, go to Clay's website. You can see all of this stuff online in their own words. It's in their own words. So one, one thing, and I'll throw it back to Clay. 2023, I call it a year of transition. And this is where we got to be out in front of it. The year of transition is really for two things. It's for the financial system, and it's for the health system, global. Okay, not of the United States of America, but these, these crowd, this crowd back here, they are now this week talking about, and they'll finish up this week, they're talking about really two big fundamental things that they want to change, the financial system of the world, and we'll talk about bricks maybe here in a minute, yep. and the health system. So, Clay. No. We'll take office as the 19th president of the United States on March 4th under the restored republic. Let me explain. You believe you live in a nation called the United States of America. This nation hasn't existed since 1871, when this country ceased to be a nation and became a corporation belonging to the city of London. Every time you see an American flag, with a gold fringe and gold tilt attached to it, it represents the corporation, not the, com not the country. Wow. This is the reason you can never make progress financially.
This is why the law always seems to be against the average citizen, while the rich and the elite literally get away with murder and worse things. If Biden, Harris, Pence, Pelosi, etc., are arrested for their crimes before January 20th, there will be no one to assume the presidency. Since Trump has not been certified as the presidential winner by Congress, he cannot remain president. If there is no president on January 20th, the corporation known as the United States of America will be dissolved. What? <laughs> the military will then become the guardians of the nation during the transition. People will then have irrefutable proof. Um, that the election was stolen by foreign entities and that Trump was chosen by a landslide. Trump then assumes the presidency as the 19th president of the United States. The last president elected before America became a corporation was Ulysses S. Grant, Republic Restored. Now, I really don't know all the details involved in this. Just know the end goal has always been the destruction of the 1871 corporation and the return of America to the people of a constitutional republic it has always intended, was always intended to be. The next month and a half will be chaotic. Make sure you have plenty of water, food, your meds, anything else you need. Comply with the National Guard and the United States Marine Corps. They took oath to the nation, not the corporation. The Act of 1871. Be vigilant. Pray. Your nation has returned to you. I just want to say I'm Canadian, and I cannot be more proud of all of you and everything you're doing to literally save the world. You Americans, MAGA, you have shown everyone how to do it. You set an example and you lit the world on fire. Salt of the earth, and I love you. God bless America. The Native Americans are in possession of some fascinating information, and they revealed some things to us that were absolutely astounding. They get together in certain locations and they open a stargate. They com communicate with beings, with entities through this portal. Information is given to them. Stuff comes out of the gate, non-human things. You can be transferred to different locations instantly. And this is something that they do routinely. The Native Americans are... I alluded to the fact that the globalists weaponize and even orchestrate crises to justify their drastic restrictions and the complete loss of our freedoms. And the whole week we talked about this digitization of society and all aspects of our lives. And this is exactly what Tony Blair said in plain English language yesterday on that panel, a hundred days to outtrace the next pandemic, which I had already brought up with you um, yesterday. And so straight from his mouth, he said, there is a huge impetus now for national digital infrastructure. Digitization in healthcare is one of the great game changers. We should be helping countries to develop a national digital infrastructure, which they will lead with these new vaccines. It is about showing people and the political leadership that you can make a positive difference to your healthcare system by adopting these measures because they've got an impact beyond any particular disease or pandemic. And so one of the main things I wanted to add in addition to the coverage we've done this week is that they keep pushing this notion of public-private partnership. And I think what we need to understand here, Steve, is how the globalist architecture throughout the 20th century was set up in order to, first of all, capture governments and corporations and use them interchangeably, interchangeably to push the agenda. And what I mean by that is that when they cannot enforce certain policies via governments, then they'll use corporations by making their services ubiquitous. And this is exactly the world and the society we're living uh, in right now. And uh, as I said, this was one giant press conference and they laid out the, ground, the groundwork and just detailed the, the vision that they have for such a society throughout the week. You go through, I want to go to this digitization because this is going to be a massive um, 
uh, type of control. Look, they talked about climate change. They talked about um, they talked about mental health. They wanted to avoid to the degree, although it did come up, being in our face about the Great Reset, about vaccines, uh, about uh, Build Back Better, because they know that those are uh, right now. We've changed the narrative on that. But go to this digitization. Walk our audience through how this is going to be the linchpin of what Tony Blair was talking about, of really uh, control of the population. I think the key word here is really metrology, which I've mentioned several times uh, throughout the week, which is the science of measurement. And it is because of the advances we've made in technology uh, throughout the last few years that we are at this very specific moment in time where the realization of their plans, which again, I mentioned, have been um, laid out for decades, if not a century or so ago, are very close to uh, their to their the, the, its implementation, what we call the one world government or the centralization of uh, power. And so by tracking everything we do and by installing social credit courses, social credit score systems, excuse me, exactly as we see in China, I mean, we don't need to imagine what type of system we will be uh, living under. We just have to look towards what is happening in China today. But this is the model that they want to impose on us. And this is the thing, uh, Steve, they want to remove any form of agency uh, of us humans and just control all aspects. At the root of this globalist project, we have a core um, a group of people that are essentially eugenicist technocrats. I like to refer to them as the Malthusian psycho freaks um, in terms, because it just, describe, it just describes their ethos perfectly. And there is a quote that I'd say that actually I think is fitting to read to the audience right now because it's very important that we do understand. It's hard to imagine that such a plan could be so long, so long standing, but it has been in the works, as I've mentioned, for a very long time. And you have this character in United States history. His name is James Warburg, and he was Paul Warburg's son, one of the key architects of the Federal Reserve. And his son uh, mentioned during a U.S. Senate subcommittee on the revision of the U.N. Charter in 1950, he had this to say. He said, we shall have world government whether or not we like it. The question is only whether world government will be achieved by consent or by conquest. He further stated, Mr. Chairman, I am here to testify in favor of Senate Resolution 56, which, if concurrently enacted with the House, would make the peaceful transformation of the United Nations into a world federation, the avowed aim of United States policy. So Steve, all of this is tied together, the infiltration of the United States, the hijacking of the United States was essential to reach the point where we are today, again, where they are so close to reaching their goal of installing a society where we are basically stripped of our humanity. And as a wrap up, I would like to share a message to Klaus for him to tell his own masters that my name is Norbin Laden. I am a human being, not a QR code. I don't want to eat the bugs. I don't want to live in the pod. I don't want to be trapped in a digital jail and nothing they can do will make me. I want to keep my God-given freedom and my human dignity. They cannot take this away from me. And we will see the day where these people will be tried for their crimes against humanity. Batch of Twitter files dropped, this time exposing Pfizer's attempts to silence tweets in order to continue making massive profits off of the vaccines. Basically, they didn't want the public thinking there wasn't a need for certain groups to get vaccinated because that would mean less profits for them. Instead, they wanted the public to remain afraid and desperately waiting for their next shot so they could make billions. This time, the files were dropped by Alex Berenson. 
Now, Alex was a reporter for The New York Times who became one of the most targeted people for censorship during the pandemic because he was so against COVID narratives. He actually successfully sued Twitter over being banned from the platform, and he was reinstated after winning the suit. So this was before Elon took over. So now he's doing some of the Twitter file releases, it looks like, and he said that this is the first and we can expect more. So maybe he's the one in charge of the Fauci files that many of us are waiting for, but that's not what is uh, today's drop. What is in this drop? Well, it's a short thread of only four tweets and a link to Alex's Substack where he explains in depth. But let's go over the tweets and what was discovered. Here's the thread. Here's the first tweet. You can see here, my first Twitter files report, how Scott Gottlieb, a top Pfizer board member, used the same Twitter lobbyist as the White House to suppress debates on COVID vaccines, including Patch of the United States in order to form a more perfect union, establish trust, ensure domestic tranquility, provide for the common defense, promote the general welfare, secure the blessings of liberty to ourselves and our prosperity. Do ordain and establish this constitution for the United States of America. We, the people, are tired of being divided by a government that only speaks of unity but does not represent us. It is our differences that make our country so great and should unite us. We the people want to live in a country that is safe, a country that is prosperous, and a country that puts its people first. We the people want a government that upholds and respects our constitution. We want them held accountable for the actions that we too would be held accountable for. We the people don't want to be silenced. We want honesty and transparency from all levels of government and the media. We the people no longer want to be fed a narrative that only exists to advance a select few in a global agenda. We the people want a choice in how our government votes, passes laws, spends our money, and a Congress that represents our constituents. Not lobbyists, but the highest bid. We the people want the pride back in a nation that at one time gave so much to so many. We the people want a better future for ourselves, our families, our children, and for future generations. We the people are not perfect. But from here forward, we will be united. 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 We will work together for a better future. And any government that does not want the same is not of the people, does not represent the people, and is guilty of crimes against its citizens. I've been walking. With my face turned to the sun Weight on my shoulders A bullet in my gun Oh, I got eyes in the back of my head Just in case I had to run I do what I can when I can while I can for my people While the clouds roll back and the stars fill the night That's when I'm gonna stand up Take my people with me Together we are gonna I've been walking With my face turned to the sun Weight on my shoulders, a bullet in my gun. Oh, I got eyes in the back of my head, just in case I had.